do 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. This comes to us from Jordan Maywood. Next up, we have Jordan. He's going to tell a joke. We got an answer for Jordan Maywood. Yes, Wood May. Hello, this is Penn Gillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. Eh, I'll ring an endorsement, I guess. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the Liberal Cube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood and I am the lackadaisical Liberal Cubicalist. This show is like a, a journal. That's why I put it in the personal journal section. Huh? Uh, it's like a journal where I uh, take all the media I have consumed and pour it forth in a verbal oral format. Because that's what a podcast is. I do so so that these little tidbits of, of, of interest, question mark, uh, flow forth and do not stagnate in my brain and slowly drive me insane. <laughs> Some of this media you may not have consumed yourself, so I warn of that possibility. Last... But least, in an idea stolen from John Gabris, I offer to you the following deal. Rate the podcast, this one, five stars in iTunes, and I will read just about anything you put in the review. Easy peasy socrates Now, I will push a timer, which normally I have ready, but I've just realized I didn't have ready. Ladies and gentlemen. Now... Some things. Movie monologue. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Chainsaw Gloves. Not gloves to use while chainsawing, but gloves that are chainsaws. Chainsaw Gloves. Movie the first. Movie is a strong word, I should say. Sharknado 4. The Fourth Awakens. Oh, is that like The Force Awakens, I've just realized. Uh, is this movie so bad it's good, or is it just bad? Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what I should say, and uh, we'll probably have more and more of this. In fact, I know we will. Oh, man. You know what I should say? This is a very, very early recording for me. It's uh, 6 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. So, you know, I don't know what that's going to do to the podcast. <laughs> uh, Finn, because that's the main character's name, his family in the cosmos has been blissfully Sharknado free in the five years since the most recent attack. But now, sharks and tornadoes are being whipped up in unexpected ways and places. <laughs> Is there ever expected sharknadoes? Yeah, so 
uh, I don't really remember the last one. Maybe I didn't even see it. Uh, no, I think I did. I think I did on the podcast. But uh, apparently they have some technology involving lasers. I did air quotes there. Uh, where they can laser a Sharknado and it'll dissipate. But this technology is starting to flag. It's just not powerful enough. Um, uh, the only thing I really remember of this movie is that eventually... Uh, oh yeah, oh, sorry. What I was going to say is uh, what will happen more and more lately is that I'll watch movies while streaming. Uh, so perhaps I won't have as full attention as I would have otherwise, uh, this being the case with this movie. I'll, I'll, I try to do it with movies that I don't really care about. <laughs> Sharknado 4 obviously falls into that category. Uh, I did it yesterday uh, with one called Zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I don't know what that'll do to my uh, talks of those movies, but uh, perhaps make them not as good. Hey, who knows? I don't no. Anyways, uh, the only thing I remember of this movie that I liked uh, in its dumbness was uh, one of the Sharknados uh, went through a nuclear power plant, and then you had a nuclear Sharknado where the sharks would, like, land and explode in green, uh, presumably radioactive puffs of green gases, I guess? I don't, I don't really know the, the mechanics of exploding green radioactive sharks, but they're in here. Uh, rating? Uh, man, these movies are hard to rate. Uh, I, I, I kind of didn't like this one, I don't think. Jeez, uh, we'll go two, because I don't know. Uh, moving on from a bad movie to a pretty good movie, uh, Learning to Drive. Starring Sir Ben Kingsley, Patricia Clarkson, and a bunch of other folks. Uh, so, uh, Ben Kingsley... Well, let's read the image. Uh, as her marriage dissolves, a Manhattan writer takes driving lessons from a Sikh instructor with marriage troubles of his own. In each other's company, they find the courage to get back on the road and the strength to take the wheel. I watched this with my mother... Um, it's it was good. Uh, yeah, the the interaction between uh, Patricia Clarkson and Ben Kingsley in these roles very very sweet. Uh, sort of a warms the cockles of your hearts movie. Uh, rating wise, I, I I go a solid four. Yeah, I, I very much liked it. Uh, okay. Uh, next is a uh, Talladega Nights colon the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. I hadn't seen this in many years, probably since around when it came out. I see in 2016. Uh, this will probably be the other category of movies that I watch while streaming, ones I've already seen before, uh, which I did this. Uh, the number one NASCAR, well, if you know what this is about. Uh, it holds up well. I remember laughing harder the first time I saw it, so maybe I would take a mark off for that. Uh, does it still get a four, maybe? Three to four. Uh, the scene where they have a knife in his leg and, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Uh, tries to get the knife out with another knife. That's one of the funniest moments in Will Ferrell movie history, I would say. So, let's cut that. Uh, last but not least is uh, Bedazzled. I watched the 1967 version because I know there's a few. Uh, it was good. Um... Probably rating-wise, we'd go four there as well. Uh, the one with uh, the the new one, I think I might like better actually.
Today's television talk sponsor is Harcourt Mud Baths Incorporated. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, going to be talking uh, not one, not three, but two Star Trek Discovery episodes. God damn, I'm digging the show, man. It's fucking good shit. Uh, okay, so, um, uh, what's the first one called? Uh, Choose Your Pain. Oh, yeah, this one was, uh, I think this has been my favorite episode so far. So incredibly much happened in this. Uh, first, you got, uh, Dwight Schrute, a.k.a., oh, shit, what the hell is his name? Uh, man, Rain Wilson, uh, playing Harcourt Fenton Mudd, who, if you are a fan of the original series, which I am... Uh, you will remember him. Uh, fascinating to see it's sort of different version of this character, but he obviously, uh, if not saw the original version, was told some of the things from it because there is little peaks you can sort of see the two uh, sort of slimy, uh, looking out for themselves character, um, which is something you don't get in Star Trek sometimes. You don't get the sort of uh, bad people necessarily uh, in terms of humans. Normally humans are good uh, and if aliens are bad uh, for the most part. That's sort of how they, how they sort of fall that way. Um, but in here you really get to see that in the future, despite humans being, you know, past all their, their warring and their there's no more hunger or greed, whatever, the, the sort of Star Trek ideal. There's still people like Harcourt Fenton Mud <laughs> to come in and fuck shit up. Uh, so this episode had a Star Trek first, which is pretty goddamn interesting. Uh, they dropped their first F-bomb uh, in the form of, this is fucking cool. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, my jaw... Like, when you watch a show and your jaw literally drops open, uh, that that's a good thing. I, I, I did not see that coming. So, they're doing, like, this sort of science-y stuff, and one of the characters says, this is fucking cool. Then the other character, I think, first, is at first surprised, like you, the viewer, are, and then sort of nods and is like, yeah, you know what, this is fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, it, it's sort of a, an interesting indication of the of the way this Star Trek has sort of formed compared to, say, the next generation. It's, it's sort of a little apples and oranges, o almost, just in how different they are. Um, we learn, this is a, a bit of a spoiler, that the captain of the Discovery, his previous crew, he basically not even basically <laughs> i think i told the missus about this and said basically and then changed it to no no actually literally killed his entire crew of his previous ship now he did so so the crew wouldn't fall into the hands of the klingons and be tortured uh, to death so you know there's that but still that's that's got to weigh on you a bit uh, and then last but not least uh the one of the engineer guys not really like I don't know what his scientific engineer, spore drive scientist dude guy. Um, oh, okay. So two things happened to him. Well, I guess one doesn't happen so much as is. Uh, we learned that he is uh, in a homosexual relationship with the doctor, which I, I thought was amazing that this uh, show can finally do something that seemingly, if you're going to have shows in the future... 
Uh, and we as a human species are moving more and more to being accepting of uh, non-binary relationships. Uh, it's good that they actually show that in the future because quite clearly that is what will happen. So I'm uh, very, very happy to see that. Uh, the, the other cool thing involving him was in order to uh, do sciencey things with the ship, <laughs> I'm trying to be vague, obviously. Uh, he infects himself with the spores, the spores that let the ship sort of uh, jump through space in a in a crazy manner. Uh, and oh shit! Oh, I can't pause it. Okay, and something really cool happens with that that I don't have time to talk about because I can't pause my timer. Didn't even have time to talk about the other episodes, so maybe we'll save it for next. Book banter. Today's book banter is rather a double movie monologue sponsor. I am Root Arborists. Thank you for that sponsorship. Uh, movie the first, uh, finally saw the Guardians of the Galaxy volume, duh. Uh, was waiting to see it with a friend, uh, and we finally found time to do so, so I am happy because it was a good movie. Uh, we'll say enjoyed the first one better. Um, it's curious because, uh, one thing I thought of, uh, and, and I hate people who say this, but, uh, maybe it lends them some credence, but, uh, I, I don't really care. Uh, a lot of people say without the soundtrack of the first movie, it wouldn't have been nearly as popular. Uh, and I was sort of poo-poo that idea. Like, a movie without a soundtrack, that's dumb. Why would you do that anyway? So, uh, then I realized this movie I like a little less, and I also liked the soundtrack a little less. So, they're, ca uh, what is, oh shit, what is that saying? Causation is not correlation. Correlation is not causation. Yeah, so uh, that's not necessarily the case why I didn't like it less. Uh, still, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5, whereas the first one I'd probably give like a 6 out of 5. Uh, the Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. One thing this movie does have going for it is Peter Quill's true parentage in the form of... <coughs> Kurt Russell. Yes, Kurt motherfucking Russell. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Kurt Russell that I haven't thoroughly enjoyed. So, uh, he was very, very good in this as Ego. Uh, it's funny because I, I, I think I, I'm pretty good at uh, avoiding seeing spoilers beforehand. Uh, but I think I saw he was going to be Ego. And my knowledge of, uh, of comic books is is perhaps more than some, but it's it's not in-depth by any means compared to a lot of people, I would say. Uh, but I did know that Ego was like a living planet. So when I heard the, a living planet was going to be Kurt Russell, I, I honestly uh, sort of shook my head and thought, how the hell is that going to be possible? Uh, but uh, yeah, they, they explain it well, science-y even. Uh, I like the Mantis girl. She was good. Palm Clematif is her name in real life. Jeez. Uh, Karen Gillian, who I've got to meet. Michael Rooker, who I've got to meet. Uh, I think that's all the people I got to meet. Uh, the addition of Sylvester Stallone was a little strange, but uh, fit in pretty well. Uh, you know, you'll laugh, you'll cry. Baby Groot, goddamn adorable. Uh, yeah, 
definitely, if you like the first one, you'll like this one. Maybe slightly less, question mark. Uh, okay, so moving on to movie the second, The House. Ah, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler? How could you go wrong? Plus, uh, the highlight of this movie for me, definitely Jason Manzukis. Uh, if you are a podcast listener, well, first of all, you must be if you're listening to this, I would assume. But by the very definition of podcast listener, if you're listening to this, you are one. Uh, I hope you listen to other ones, including uh, How Did This Get Made with Jason Manzukas or any of them where he has made appearances, which is a lot of the times. Comedy Bang Bang, for example. Uh, love him, just period, full stop. Uh, and his role in this is much bigger than uh, you think it is. In fact, uh, I'm looking at the poster and all the sort of posters I've seen where it's just Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. And, uh, geez, uh, Jason Manganzukas probably has as big a role as those two. So I wish he was on the cover. Um, so rating-wise, uh, I go a solid, solid four. Yeah, lots of laughs. Definitely do yourself a favor. Uh, a movie like this, uh, watch the outtakes. Yeah. I think I laughed harder at the outtakes, which uh, in a movie where they probably, with Jason Manzoukas there, would be my guess, do a lot of uh, sort of riffing. Uh, gonna get good outtakes. Okay, uh, watch this one. In fact, then, yeah, watch this one uh, while streaming Harvey from 1950. Uh, rating wise, uh, we'll go three and a half to four. Uh, last but not least, Hoffa, which I've somehow never seen. Uh, we'll go four. Game Gavin. Today's Game Gavin sponsor is for those addicted to being a member of the popular hacktivist collective we have for you, Anonymous Anonymous. Okay, uh, we're talking Hacknet. Hacknet. H-A-C-K-E-N-T. Uh, it's a game in which you are a hacker, and never have I felt so like a hacker in my life. Uh, I've heard of this game, I forget where, um, and I think it might have been GameSpot, maybe. I saw a review for it, and something they said in the review is, seeing someone play this game it doesn't look interesting it, it's mostly text on a screen for the most part like they're you're mostly typing as if you are on an actual real computer as if you are a real hacker in real life and all you do is see the screen um you're entering commands <laughs> like uh, it, it sounds boring it, it honestly it sounds boring it probably watching someone play is probably not that exciting that being said uh, no, was it this game? No, it wasn't this game. Okay, I was going to say it was my most, most watched stream, but that'll be the next game. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's really hard to explain and not that interesting seeming, but I swear to God, like I got into this uh, like a lot and there, there were times where, especially when they get the timer involved, so basically what you're doing is you're on the web uh, a bunch of interconnected computers and you're sort of hopping from one to the other uh, completing various tasks once you join uh, hack sort of collectives where there'll be uh, uh, 
sort of things posted on a bulletin board where you can go in and say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take this job where I've got to, uh, what's an example? Um, this guy wants me to go into his college records and add a, uh, a degree that he doesn't actually have, that, that sort of thing. Uh, some of them are, are sort of things for the purposes of good. Like, I think the most clear-cut one, uh, which I, I actually didn't get a chance to do. Uh, maybe I will if I go back. There, There's sort of two different jobs. One where you go into prison records uh, and change it so someone who's on death row, uh, who's not guilty, is uh, released. Uh, they sort of find evidence, I guess. You, you plant evidence. Even though it's true he was not guilty, you plant evidence so he gets released. And then there's the, the flip side of that coin where someone who's in prison, uh, you plant evidence so that they are then killed. So uh, you could, I think you could actually take both jobs. Uh, like it's not the same person. So that, that sort of thing. And, and what I was saying is uh, when they get the timer involved, because you have to sort of get in and get out and leave no trace, you really do start to, like, your your pulse gets going. Uh, there was there was a, a time where I, I hacked a fellow hacker, and I thought I made it out in time and covered my tracks. In fact, I'm pretty sure I fucking did. Uh, but then uh, I got an email from this hacker, and they're like, oh yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and then the, the screen of your computer turns into, like, the blue screen of death, as if it happened in real actual life and you have to reboot your system, which uh, I actually will admit I had to Google how to do that. Uh, I mean, I could have just closed the game, I suppose, and actually gone back to my normal computer, but like it really had the feeling like, oh, she, like you got busted hacking, uh, and then this hacker came after you, and, and you, you really felt like, oh, shit. Uh, and then anger, and uh, my hope is if I do go back to the game, which uh, maybe I will, it's hard to say. I, I find the older I get, uh, if I stop playing a game, the odds of me going back to it are less and less, especially there's a Steam Halloween sale happening right now. Oh, a little behind-the-scenes action I'm giving you there. Uh, so Hacknet, jeez, uh, for those intense, you feel for real like a hacker moments, you got to go like 5 out of 5, but then overall... Like a solid 4 out of 5. Uh, it started to wane a little bit as it got up maybe a little repetitive, but but very, very good. Hacknet. Today's Internet Intercourse sponsor is a Double Game Gavin sponsor. What? Terra's Terraforming. Thank you. Yes, that's right. Never have I ever done a double movie monologue and a Double Game Gavin in one episode. This is a first. You are here to witness history. Or herstory, if you prefer. And I hope you do. Uh, okay, so uh, we're going to talk Korea. Hmm, C-R-E-A, as in create, perhaps? Uh, this is, uh, presumably it came after Terraria. Yeah, must have. Uh, a a ripoff, <laughs> maybe a strong word, an homage, or homage, or homage, 
<laughs> three options for you there. Uh, of uh, to the video game uh, Terraria. Uh, I, I've played other games like Terraria. Uh, I should mention on the uh, the uh, on the sort of subject of Terraria. I think I've spoken of it twice on this podcast because I've revisited it. Uh, I've actually revisited it uh, more than twice. It's a game that I have definitely over a hundred hours in. Uh, love, love, love Terraria. One of my favorite games, just period. Played it on on uh, PC. Played it on my phone. Played it on, uh, I think PS4 or PS3. Jeez, I, I don't know. Played it all over the place. So uh, occasionally, and I try not to when I see sort of versions of it. Um, I'll, I'll try them out, and I'm usually disappointed. With this one, however, uh, I, I gotta say they got pretty close to the feel of Terraria. Uh, so much so that I do plan to go back to it. I, I've uh, What happens in these games quite often is you'll start a world. Well, first of all, if you're not familiar, uh, you find yourself on a world, you're a, a little uh, dude or dudette, uh, and then you have like a pickaxe and you can sort of dig down and you get resources and you build things with those resources, or uh, you'll get wood, you'll build yourself a cabin, uh, then you'll get a better pickaxe, which allows you to pick quicker or pick other things. Uh, you'll have weapons because there'll be baddies all over the place. You'll have maybe a sword. This one has magic. Uh, it's fun. Just sort of an exploration slash resource gathering game. It's all in 2D. Uh, you're on a big planet. Uh, and that's what I was just about to say. The planet options were large or medium <laughs> which is sort of weird it's just to have large or medium why not small uh and i started with large i'm like yeah let's go bigger go home and i gotta say it was fucking huge like the time it took me to run from one end to the other was long very very long uh so i restarted a medium game uh, and just sort of dipped my toe in that medium game and i gotta say it's much better uh, just in terms of being able to traverse and find things, go with medium. <laughs> Unless you're going to play this game and nothing else, then maybe go large. But uh, ain't nobody got time for a large map, I would say. And so would a girl who likes a cold pop. Uh, yeah, so uh, I beat the first sort of of the bosses, and I, I, I got to sort of figure out how it works, because I feel like, you explore and find these blue crystals that let you teleport to them and I think the more you find uh, that opens up different worlds and when you go to these little different worlds there'll be bosses that you fight that's my assumption based on the first boss uh, then you also find red crystals that take you to dungeons uh, my other thought is as you destroy them maybe that'll open up bosses I don't really know again just sort of dipping my toe in it so far uh, but I do plan to go back. <laughs> uh, it was funny because I was streaming this game while watching uh, the movie Harvey, previously mentioned. Uh, so I'm watching a movie from 1950 and basically digging in the ground <laughs> uh, while streaming, I should say. And that was my most watched stream ever with four people watching. Uh, so, so it's, it's amazing that anyone watches at all where I'm watching a black and white movie uh, while digging in a video game. Not very exciting, but uh, hopefully make it somewhat interesting by being an anthropomorphic polar bear. Mm -hmm. 
uh, on that note, and the note that I've mentioned streaming a couple of times now, uh, uh, if, if you go over to Twitch and type in LibroCube, hey, that's the name of this podcast, uh, you might see things you like. Possible anything is. Including the fact that it's nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean. Buts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email. Jordan.Maywood at gmail.com I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper